Nice. Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back to the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. We're here to talk about a movie. We are here to talk about a movie. This is what we do on this it's show. What made us famous? <laughs> it is what made us famous. We didn't used to do the wave. The wave was a whole new thing. You can find the wave every Monday. That's our weekly news and chat show. <laughs> You're like a walking Wikipedia of Bottom <laughs> of the Stream these days. I like it. So this week we uh, Jordan Shenton played his wild card. He did. And he played his wild card on I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Yeah. Jordan always goes last on his wild cards. I don't know if you've noticed. It's just, I don't know what he's doing. If it's a tactic. Maybe. Or he just forgets and I have to <laughs> remind him every season. I don't know, but he always seems to go last. So yeah, this is the last wild card of season six. Indeed. Got two more after this one. Two more episodes. To the end of the season. To, to round up the, the stream table. Done. Another season done. Yeah. Madness. Absolute madness. And you, you know what happens after every second season? What? It's the Botskas. It is the Botskas. We're coming up to the Botska season. Do I need to wear some sort of head mask? A head mask? Head guard. <laughs> a head guard? Is anybody going to slap the shit out of me? Oh, I see. That was a very <laughs> roundabout way of you getting to this topical uh, I don't want to talk about point. it again, but I'm just, just worried. That I'm not going to slap you. Cool. Well, there won't I be anybody else in the room, so... I can't speak for any other invited guests or co-hosts or contributors. Okay, good. As long as you're not going to. Okay. That's fine. I, I will take a slap for you. <laughs> I'll go that far. Thanks. Anyway, back onto the mission at hand. The mission at hand is I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. It was released in 2017. It is a 15. It runs for one hour and 33 minutes. Currently rated at 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Wowzers. And is a Netflix original. What are you thinking 6.9 wise? It's the top end of our... Very much the top end, especially for <laughs> what this What we season. tend to be fortunate enough to uh, to talk about. Yeah, especially this this season. I don't think we've been anywhere near that high yet. No. Mm-hmm. Apostle was up there, but I don't think it was that high. Oh, I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and so, listen to the podcast. Do it. <laughs> Find out. Get some more listens in. I like <laughs> it. This film stars a lady called Melanie Linsky. She plays a roof. She is most famous for... She's great in everything. I'm going to put <laughs> okay. it out there straight away. Do it. What have you seen uh, her in? She's a great actress. She is, yeah. Uh, she was. Uh, she came to prominence doing Heavenly Creatures, didn't she? Yep. Peter Jackson. She did indeed. Um, 1994. Yeah. She's in Togetherness. She's in Up in the Air with George Clooney. Yeah. She's in The Intervention. She's also in a TV show called Yellow Jackets, which is getting a lot of traction yeah. in our Discord just lately. I've not seen it yet, but I know quite no, a lot it's, of people I, know. I've seen some fantastic reviews for yeah, it. Yeah, she's in that. So, yeah. That's Melanie Linsky for you. She's not the most famous person in this film. That's probably Elijah Wood. I think it is him. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is him too. <laughs> Elijah Wood is older than both me and you. He was born in January 1981. Okay. So he's just four months older than both of us. He looks... A lot younger than both of us. <laughs> he's had a much better life. He's quite a little boy, man, isn't he? <laughs> boy, he's older than you. <laughs> yes. He's he quite slight. He's quite slight. He's very slim. Good looking guy. Good looking guy. Piercing eyes. Beautiful eyes. I like him. Say. I like him. Uh, obviously most famous for being Frodo Baggins in the Lord of the Rings yep. trilogy. Uh, he was in other stuff too. Sin City. Sin City, that's the word I was trying to think he's of. really creepy in that. Yeah, yeah. It was that little he gremlin do, he thing. does he? play creepy well. Yeah. He he is good at creepy. He's been in loads. Of, if you don't know who this guy is, you don't know anything about anything. He's, he's had a long career as well because he started very young, didn't he? Yep. Yes, very young. Was he in... What's the Mel Gibson one he's in? When he's a... a Forever real, Young. Yes, that's it. And he's, they like hide him in their treehouse. He's got 118 credits on IMDb. Wow. Christopher Lee's only just got just about that. <laughs> Elijah Wood's got years left in him, yeah. Yeah. He's in a lot of Paula Abdul videos. I'm going back to the beginning. We mentioned that in the wave, didn't we? This week? Yeah, we did, yeah. Radio Flyer. He was in that. Do you remember that in the yeah. 90s? Yeah, remember Green Street. I remember yeah, going to course. see that in the yeah. cinema. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Football hooligan one. Yeah. Yeah. Loads of stuff. If you don't know who Elijah Wood is, you don't know films. <laughs> <laughs> Deep Impact. I've never mentioned Deep Impact. The movie Armageddon wishes it could be. Exactly. Written and directed by Captain's Gallery member original captain's gallery member mason blair yeah in his only ever directing role <laughs> never he's directed a few tv shows this is the only feature film, film he's ever directed film debut feature film debut 
He is currently making a feature film called The Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Which stars Jacob Tremblay, who was on this show a couple of weeks ago. Ah, weird. Small world. Small world. One of those weird coincidences. Um, we've done, this is his fifth appearance on our show. Really? I is think. it that many? I wow. think so. Because he was in Murder Party. He was. He's in Hold the Dark. He is also in Small Crimes. Small Crimes. And it's four. I made that up. It's four. I don't feel at home in this world was just before Small Crimes. Okay. They're, they're like, they come together in his filmology. And then Hold the Dark comes just after. Right. So we've literally done three films in a row that were written by Mason Blair. And he's not written a film since. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, like we say, he's hard at work on the uh, Toxic Avenger. He's got movie. four projects in the creation currently on IMDb. There you go. So, Busy uh, man. I might have to do some editing around what I just said, but. You won't spot it because I'm quite good at editing now. Mm-hmm. Been doing it for a long time. <laughs> Do you have a one-word review of "I don't feel at home in this world anymore"? There's been a Mordor. <laughs> Mordor. Play on Mordor. Yeah. Because of Elijah Wood being yeah. in Lord of the Rings. I'll shake you by the hand. Thanks. Where does this film start, Nick? Uh, at night time. Yep. Uh, in the trees. Yes. It's mm-hmm. a warm summer's night. It I seems to presume. be. Seems to be a lovely summer's night. Uh, and there's a lady. Yes. On her porch. Yep. Drinking. Drinking. I've, I've, my first line in my notes is lady drinking alone outside. Yeah. As you do. And it goes straight into its title card. Doesn't hang around. See that one little clip? Straight into the title card. Comes out of the title card and this lady, it turns out, works in a... It's not a hospital. It looks like a hospital at this point. But it is an end of life care, does she say? Yeah, it's like a palliative care, care unit facility. Yes. Um... And there's an old lady for doing an expletive rant. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. And she's well. First, our, our lead character, who we we soon find out is named Ruth, is on her way to work at said facility. Yeah. Uh, in the car on the radio, there is a news bulletin. There has to be a news bulletin at the bottom of the, the stream. stream. And the news is telling of a mass protest yep. going on in the city. We get into the uh, care facility, and the same news story is being told on tv and this causes this bedridden old lady to go on a quite the rant yeah there's lots of swearing going on lots of shouting going on i've written down her last words because this lady dies halfway through her expletive yeah. rant go on what were her last words are keep your giant monkey dick out of my good pussy <laughs> she should, she should then she on, dies she should have that on her headstone <laughs> Because her relatives come later, just a little bit later on, don't they? And they say, oh, what were her final words? And Ruth just like shakes her head. Yeah. I'm not telling you. And then there's a bit of a, there's a small montage of just, and I've called it a people being a dick montage. People are bastards. That's the theme of this film. Yeah. People suck is the theme of this film. That maybe what it should be called is a smaller title. I felt a lot of empathy with Ruth. (laughs) I've got to say. Empathetic towards it. Yeah. Why? You because like people. You're I do people like person. people. And I'm, I've I'm tried and be quite a positive person. <laughs> yeah, you are positive. But we all have those days. Of course we do. Where everyone you bump into seems to just be an arsehole. <laughs> yeah. And it can even be a little thing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what this montage is about. People just, for no reason, making Ruth's life slightly more difficult, pushing yeah. in front of her at the supermarket. Yeah, knocking stuff off the shelf in front of her. Yeah. We've talked. We've spoke before about people who don't put trolleys back in supermarkets. <laughs> Maybe that's what I was subconsciously thinking It about. is. It's exactly what you're thinking about. Um, she heads to a bar. It's after work. She's done a bit of shopping. She goes to a bar for a drink. Uh, she's having a drink, sitting next to this guy. She's reading a book. reading a book. So fantasy... Sci-fi, Game of Thrones type. Yeah, one of these like where there's like twelve books in the series, and everybody's like completely massively obsessed by it. And she talks to a man. This man is Mason Blair. This is his cameo in this film. Yeah. Um. Basically, he (laughs) spoils the ending. Yeah. So she, (laughs) she's like, oh, oh, they they get chatting about this book. Yeah, it's talking to him. Yeah. And And then he just spoils it. Yeah, he's just a con for no reason. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he says he spoils the, the. Whatever it's someone is someone's father. Yeah. And he just goes, You'll get to that bit soon. Yeah. And he just walks off. <laughs> you'll get I love that bit. You'll get to it soon. It's great. I'd <laughs> I'd punch him. I'd have had his bottle around his head. Barstool would have been right. Completely. There's nothing worth I mean, I know we spoil these films, but we don't make any bones about the fact that we do that. That's what we're here for. That, that if you want if you need spoiler warnings at the beginning of our episodes, you can have them. But it's always in the massive But we're not cons about it. I've said it again. <laughs> I must bleep that out. 
This movie is five years old, you know. Come on, people. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's just another thing. It's just another way of this film saying people are dicks, basically. Um, she goes home, has another beer. Oh, there's dog shit on her lawn. Yeah. Cause some, some, dog some keeps... dog's shitting on her lawn. <laughs> Even though she's put a sign up. Yeah, don't shit on my lawn. But dogs, dogs can't, can't read. read. <laughs> <laughs> or look up. No. <laughs> um, she hears a noise. There's somebody in the house. Um, she's a little bit worried about this. She, uh, the back door's flapping. Yeah, she picks up. Does she, what, does she pick up a like, baseball bat or a knife or something? I can't remember what it was. Yeah. It, I'm going to struggle with this because I've seen nobody since this, and they're very similar themes to this film. Okay. To this film, um, she has a noise. Somebody in the house. Um, she goes up to the bedroom where she can hear this noise, and then the windows flapping. Yeah. So this guy's just escaped in front of her. I think so. Yeah. So she calls the police. Police come. The police start dusting for fingerprints and uh, doing what policemen do. Sure. Um, it turns out she's lost her laptop has been stolen. Some silverware that was her aunt's and her medication yeah. has been stolen. Never does it ever say what the medication's for? for. It doesn't say what it's for. She does say what it is. Okay. Yeah, she does say what it is. Uh, and a lot of brand drug names are very are different over here to the States. So yeah. if I was an American, I might know what that was for. <laughs> but, but we're not. And we don't. And we don't. And it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. It's completely inconsequential to the film. Um, turns out she left her back door unlocked. She did. Uh, well, she thinks she did. The, the, the police think said she did. There's no forced entry. Did yeah. you lock it? And she genuinely can't remember. Yeah. She has no idea. No. She's tired. She's got a tough job. It's, it's been a tough yeah. day. Yeah. Um, so the police basically dismiss her. The police are like, We've, here's your crime number. Report it to the insurance company. Yeah. That's probably, probably going to be the end of it. Gonna see any of probably never going to see any of this stuff again. And she can't really accept that. She she feels like the police should do their job, which the police probably should do their job. Um, but they leave. Uh, she calls a friend. We don't know this at this point, but she no. calls somebody. She, she says, can I come over? Can I come over? And we cut to her at someone else's house. Yeah, she's at somebody else's house. And she's basically saying how vulnerable she feels yeah, she now. Feels and violated. How violated she yeah. feels and uh, how she doesn't really want to go home anymore and how people have been in her house and it's and she's swearing all the way through this. She's quite foul mouthed yeah. young woman. And it, when it turns around, it turns out she's reading a book to a child. Yeah, it was quite funny. <laughs> it was quite it was funny. well done. It was. So she's reading a goodbye a good night a goodbye story, a good night story to some kid. The kid starts crying when she realizes what's happening, calls her mum in. Turns out her mum's her friend yeah. of Ruth's. And Ruth is basically decided that people are disgusting and none of it really matters and she talks to her friend about down. death doesn't she she says you know my grandma was lovely but she was taken too early yeah. versus this horrible old lady who died today yeah who she was hanging story, on she? Yeah. um you know it's not fair life's not fair people are disgusting she says i feel like i'm underneath a whirlpool and i can't breathe yeah and i thought that was quite a nice line yeah. she she says she also says that she can't get her head around how badly people treat other people. Hmm. Um, the the she, theme of this film is that people suck, and she can't really get her head around why. Yeah, that's 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 what this film is. And I th- and I think that's what kind of makes this relatable because we all have those days yeah, where we think we that. Yeah. Um, her husband comes home. The friend's husband comes home. He doesn't really seem to like Ruth very much. He's very dismissive yeah. of the fact that she's there. Yeah. And he just he just completely basically completely ignores her. Um, but she decides she's going to sleep at this friend's house because she doesn't really want to go home on her own. So she does. She sleeps on her couch. Next morning, the kid's drawn like a picture of her or something. Uh, she ends up going home. She does go home the next day. And my next note says she throws a dog shit at a man. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, she goes home and there's another dog shit on the lawn. Yeah. And when she looks around in the street, she can see a man with a dog in front yeah, of her. Walking away. So she picks it up with a piece of newspaper. And then throws it at him. Really badly. Really, yeah, misses him by a mile. Yeah. He's got his earphones in. He barely spots her. Um, he lands on the road in front of him, though. So he takes his headphones out. And this is Elijah Wood. This is his character. Tony. Tony. He says, I'm sorry, I didn't see the sign. Yeah, I didn't he see. He says, I just, I don't Dogs can't read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, basically, I'll walk the dog. I'm not paying attention. I don't really know what the dog. What was the dog called? Keith. Something like that. It was Keith a, or Keith Simon. Or Kevin or something. Kevin, yeah. Had a human name. I love dogs with human names. Um, and he's I don't like, I don't think really... it was Simon. My granddad had a cat called Simon. Really? Yeah, it was a lovely cute. cat. Anyway, I think it was Keith, but I might be wrong. I don't. I didn't write it down anywhere. Um, yeah, he basically said, like, "I don't." When I wear earphones, I'm walking the dog. I don't pay attention really to what the dog's doing. He, 
he doesn't apologize, but he's also you can see he's quite sympathetic to yeah. Ruth. So he, so. he picks the shit up and takes. He it does, with yeah. Him. He takes it with him. <laughs> and she she wants to be angry at him. I think she wanted a confrontation, yeah. but she didn't get this confrontation. Um, when she gets home, she does a bit of uh, home detectoring. Yeah, there's like an investigatory montage. Yeah, she's like checking around the house for stuff because she finds a broken light. Yeah, on uh, the back fence. Yeah. And then she finds a footprint in the sand, in the sand, in the soil at <laughs> yes. the back fence. So she goes out and buys some plaster of Paris from a kid's toy shop, sure, and tries to make an imprint of the footprint yeah. with plaster of Paris, which should work. It works in every movie. Doesn't work. Well, doesn't it does, work. No, it's not good. It's not good. You can see like a lightning bolt. Yeah, on the I think the, the idea was that it doesn't work, and you yeah. can just basically see what you could only see. What she's you no could professional. See. No. Um, she then goes around and checks with all the neighbours. Yeah, have you seen anyone? Have you seen anyone suspicious? suspicious. Hanging Every around? single neighbour's suspicious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> completely. It's a very weird neighbourhood. The old guy sucking on his yogurt. Yeah, it was really funny. It was really funny. Um, nobody did though. Nobody, uh, nobody admits to seeing anything. And then no, one dude is like, uh, "If you give me your number, yeah, I'm sh- be sure to remember." <laughs> um, so she goes to see the guy who she met earlier, Tony. She didn't realise it's his house, I don't think, at this point. No. She just happens to be his house when she knocks on the door. And he apologises now. He's in the back garden. He's in the back garden working he's, out. Yeah, he's bench pressing with his, again, with his metal music on. Yeah. And he she he thinks she's come for a confrontation. And he doesn't seem to be that confrontational. No. So, and he does apologise straight away this time. So, they get chatting and she says, look, have he, you seen anything? Yes. Well, no, before that, because he, he thinks she's there to carry on the the dog shit conversation. He's, he's like, I'm really sorry. I've been thinking about it. Uh, and you can hit me if you want. Yeah. He says, I won't. I know, won't fight back. Yeah. Just feel free to Undefended, hit me. you can hit me. Yeah. And, and that really sort of stops Ruth in her tracks. <laughs> well, as it would. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird thing to say. Um, but she says, look, did you, I've been robbed. Have you seen anything? And he instantly loses his call. Yeah, he gets some nunchucks out. He gets out. some nunchucks out and <laughs> whacks like, them on the table next to it. Yeah, he's like, this will not stand, man. <laughs> I've written, hits the table with a nunchuck. Um, that freaks her out a little bit. She's like, this guy's a crazy person. And she just leaves. She plays some music, drinks a bit. The Suddenly, while she's playing, she's playing music on her phone. Yeah. And then the laptop locating like, app. Find my laptop. Find my phone type app. Yeah pings up and tells her where her laptop is it's like 12 minutes drive yeah, away just just around the corner basically um she calls the police the police won't go <laughs> the police are like well we need a search warrant if we were to go and we're not yeah she go. says we can have the details to the report we can't send anyone out yeah we're not going out so she hangs up on the police and then she drives over to the house um it doesn't look like the nicest neighborhood again it's like a flop house of what flop house it's a flop house oh, it's like just <laughs> <laughs> this is like full of like ne'er do wells and <laughs> don't know 1800s why I'm, Nick. Yeah, don't know why I'm back in like <laughs> ye oldie times. It's full of miscreants. <laughs> yeah, roustabouts. Yeah, it's a drugs. It's a drugs house. Yeah, basically. Um, so she she's going she's gone over there with the full intention to knock on the door and get a laptop back. Yeah, and no, they're like mucking around with like fireworks, fireworks and, and stuff, stuff in, in the, the garden. garden and... So she's like, I'm not doing this on my own. So she rings a few. She rings around a few men that she knows. It's Angie's husband. Yeah, she rings her. her but he's, he's bathing his kid. Yeah, he's like I'm not coming out to confront people. What do you think I am? So she's like, I know a psychopath. <laughs> so she goes and speaks to Tony. Tony's he's straight on board. Tony's well up for a fight. He loves it. He's like, I'll grab my ninja stars and we'll be right there. <laughs> that is actually what he says. It's actually what right. he says. So he does. He grabs some weapons and they go over to the house. Um, they walk up to the this. What just before they get out of the car? Yeah. So Tony does a prayer. Yes, he does. That was very weird. Because he's like, well, we're going... We're, we're, we're going in for a fight. We need to prepare. to be protected. Yeah. Um, see, there's a guy standing outside the front door. So they go up to this guy and they say, look, my laptop's inside. I'm, can I yeah, have it back, please? Basically. Um, they don't... The guy does like the old... You can tell maybe what dates this film a bit. Because the guy does the whole... Uh, you you want something back? You can have these nuts back. Yeah, it does. <laughs> And then she shows him the phone and it proves that the, the laptop is inside the house. And then... He kind of just goes for it. He's like yeah, aggressively... Yeah. And then Tony grips his nunchucks out. Oh, this was more like a mace. Oh, was I it a mace? I thought yeah. it was a nunchucks again. Yeah. Sorry, am I... It's the same kind of thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So he, get, he gets it out and the guy grabs it off him instantly. 
But as he does, it swings around and hits him in the face yeah. and knocks him out. Busts him open. Busts him open and busts him through the back front door of the house. Yeah. So it looks to the people inside the house that Tony's just whacked this guy with a mace or some nunchucks through the door and into the house. Yeah. <laughs> and then he instantly throws one of his ninja stars into the wall. Yeah, it was really funny. It was. And so the guy looks like he's been beaten up. And they basically just take the laptop back. These guys are like, fucking hell, these guys are mental, crazy people. It turns out, though, in the conversation or the interrogation, however yeah. you want to call it, that uh, the guy who has this laptop did, did not steal it. He bought it. Yeah. Uh, he bought it from basically what we soon find out is like a flea market yeah, type place. Like a, yeah. Um, and then on the way out, Tony really struggles to take his ninja star out the wall. That, <laughs> I think that was the funniest bit. He eventually pulls it out of the wall and just turns and goes, that's how hard I threw it. Because <laughs> it was like a wooden wall, wasn't yeah. it? it was, that was, I think that's the funniest bit in the film. It was really funny. But I don't, something about it tickled me. Um, and they, I've written here, they leave triumphantly. They yeah, they do. They get home and celebrate. Go home, get drunk together because they've got the laptop back. Then we cut completely to new characters we've never met before. Um, and there's a dude taking a shit on a toilet, but not in the toilet, in the cistern of yeah. the toilet. Because that's disgusting. I plumbed a toilet in this week. Did you? Yeah. You man. I know. I wouldn't even know where to start. Was it easy? It was all right, actually. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Well done. Thanks. Anyway. Oh, I'll come and christen it at some point. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, this guy turns out he's... He's the robber, but he's, we find out later on he's the robber, but he's currently a robber. Um, and he steals some jewellery from this bathroom that he's at, and it turns out he's at a party that he's just gatecrashed and he's now robbing stuff from. Um, but he gets caught. The owner of the house nearly catches him. Well, kind of does confront him. He does him. catch him out as he's going out. He says, yeah. oh, who are you again? You said you were someone's friend. Friend, yeah, or auntie or something. Yeah. Auntie, <laughs> uncle, cousin. And, and the guy goes, right, I'm calling the police. I don't yep. believe you. And then, so the dude beats him up. Yeah. Um, and then he does leave and he meets a girl in the woods, which I thought was really strange at this point. It really reminded me. What's the what's the Hulk Hogan film where Christopher <laughs> Lloyd lives in the woods and he's a Trump? Suburban Commander? Is it? Yeah, really. this character really reminded me of Christopher Lloyd in <laughs> Suburban Commander. How strange. Christopher <laughs> Lloyd's in Nobody as well. Things <laughs> just keep coming around. Um Yeah, they meet in the woods and they never go to the woods again. It's just really strange. They're always in a van later They're on. They're on a campfire. They're, yeah. It just seemed a lot more mysterious than it actually and our, was. Our, our robber, young robber, delivers. Did you this get his jewelry. name? I didn't get his name. Christian. Christian. Of course, it was Christian Junior. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a there's a band of robbers basically. Yeah. There's three of them. There's a Christian, the main guy. There's a girl, and there's an older man. Yes. Who's driving this van around? Um, and the older guy says, "Great, this is good. Yeah, good jewelry. Good, well ju- good jewelry. Good well done." Uh, we are almost there, my monkeys. Yeah. That's what he says. <laughs> so they're obviously saving up for something. Yeah. Um, Ruth and Tony eat a meal together. They, uh, they're they becoming friendly. They have similar... Uh, yeah, they're eating life. breakfast after their yeah. party. Yeah, they're eating life goals. They're eating life goals? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry. I mean, they are words, but they don't really <laughs> they're not work actual, together. They don't, no, they don't. I don't know. I'm losing my mind is what's <laughs> happening. Um, so they go to this, like... Flea market slash swap meet slash junkyard. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's basically people selling shit at a junkyard. That's Yeah, there's stalls there. Yeah. But this place that they the address that they've got is like a shack. Yeah. And it's it's just full of shit. <laughs> they meet a crazy old man. Yeah. Because this this little old man is running this shack of shit. Yeah. Shit shack. Oh, he's, he plays him a weird song on a keyboard to yeah. start with. Yeah, he's like, Do you like, want to buy this keyboard? He's like, Do you like music? And then he starts got, playing like, him a three song. Demos. <laughs> yeah, so and they're like no. And then he's like, we're looking for our silver jewelry. Yeah, have you got any antique silver? Antique silver. So he takes them to the silver section of his yeah. shop. And it's basically just junk made of silver. Sure. Um, but So they're looking around. They're looking around this section in the shop. He then goes back because there's a customer at the till. Yes. So he leaves them to it to browse. And Ruth finds her set of silverwares. She does. And picks it up. Because she knows it's hers. It's her grandma's names on the box. On the box, Personalised. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so she says, look, she says to Tony, go and start the car. We're going to leave with this shit. We're not paying for it. We're going to yeah. walk out with it. Uh, so does Ruth... Oh, does there's also, it. like, just randomly, like a raccoon knocking around in this <laughs> shack. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. Because Tony says hello to it. He does, yeah. Weird. <laughs> so Ruth just goes to walk out with this silver service. 
and I've written here spots a guy in a shoe. I didn't make the connection <laughs> at this point. So basically, this is the uh, guy at the till is, is the robber Christian. Yeah, and his shoe print selling the jewelry. His shoe print matches her shoe print that she took. Yeah, it's got lightning strike colors. It's quite a distinctive shoe. So she spots that straight away. Um, the guy in the shop also spots that Ruth is stealing this silverware. Yeah, walking out with the silver. So he follows her out. Well, Christian leaves first. Ruth follows him. And then the old man follows her. Correct. Um, I've said that he gives chase, but everyone's walking. Every Yeah, nobody <laughs> knows they're being followed, except for the old man. Nobody knows what's going on. So Christian gets away, gets to the van. Yeah, which is parked next to Ruth's car. Yeah, which, which Tony's, Tony's now revving and racing to go. The old man confronts Ruth from behind. So she spins around and accidentally hits the old man with the box of silverware. Yeah, in the face. Knocks him down. Um, he, She's like aghast. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to do that. She, and this old man just grabs her hands and snaps her finger. Oh, it's, it's, it's horrible. Brutal. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. Her finger's like just bent sideways. I've seen it in a football match once. Yeah. It's horrible to watch. Um, and then Tony just comes in and one bombs this old dude. Completely knocks him, him out. Completely knocks him flying. Now everybody around is like, what the fuck is going on? But in all this commotion, the van with the robbers in drives away. Yeah. So Ruth misses the chance to confront the people that stole from her house. They get in the car and then... All Tony t- has to gather the silver up because <laughs> it's all come out of the box when she hit the old man with it. And Tony's like, they get in the car and drive away and Tony's describing the technique he used. Yeah. <laughs> he's very uh, proud of the fact that he's not he do this year old man yeah um ruth goes to the hospital i presume it's the hospital she worked in or wherever she worked um gets her finger all bandaged and strapped up yeah she gets given some pain pills as well yeah, she says she strapped it in the letter in the mailbox yeah. so she gets given some pain pills she gets strapped up tony drives her home she's all spaced out on drugs um and then randomly they go to a church well yeah because Ruth is, as you say, high as a kite. Yeah. And she's gone all sort of existential and she's saying things to Tony like, what are we doing here? What is the world for? What's the point? And Tony's like, well, we're, we're in my car. Yeah. We're going going home. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, do you want to go to church? It's really good. <laughs> He's like, the the pastor's awesome. I don't like pasta. <laughs> brilliant sorry no fine i approve <laughs> and listen so they go to church and ruth's tripping ball sack completely uh but she's having a great time because yeah, the stained glass windows are pretty colors yeah they're, they're singing some gospel um looks the most fun that you can have at church pretty yeah. much why not just be pinging your tits off <laughs> absolutely uh, then it cuts away and we go back to the bad guys again um they get a gun from a badder guy yeah they do <laughs> So they they you see the bigger boys. Yeah, they basically buy a really cheap old antique a shotgun. Bag of guns. Yeah, basically, just the cheapest guns they can afford because they're going to hold something up. Um, he makes them. The old dude robber guy makes a joke about this guy's mum. Yeah. So he just gets knocked out. Should have shouldn't have said that. You don't say make a joke about a bad guy's mum. Uh, it turns out Tony got the license plate of the van. Yeah. Roof forgot to even look for it. And from the license plate, they do some Googling. Well, this was funny as well, because he's like, <laughs> there's a montage of Tony, like, he's like, I've got some skills. I've got mean computer skills. <laughs> yeah. So there's a montage of him, like, in inverted commas, hacking. Yeah. All he does is he goes to Google and puts in find license plate. Yeah. And then says to Ruth, oh, can I borrow your I need a credit card. card. <laughs> <laughs> but they do. They find a name of who owns this truck, Bam. Um, so yeah they get the details of where this man is registered, registered too so she's got it's, some evidence now she's got this christian fo- rumac yeah so she's got this footprint she also now knows who owns the van yeah so she goes back to the police she uh goes to the cops she's with the plaster of paris in yeah. a plastic so bag she's got this uh she's got all this evidence and he ba- the policeman basically says stop doing my job yeah <laughs> he's like i wouldn't come to your job and tell you which drugs to give to people yeah so stop doing my job He's in a bad place, this police. Yeah, and then he goes off in a rant about how like is what is having trouble at home with his wife. wife. Yeah, Um, and he says, "Whatever you do, don't get into any confrontations. Um, Don't put yourself in a dangerous situation. That would be bad. But we're not going to do anything. Yeah, we're we're the police. We don't investigate crimes. 
at this point in my notes, I've put Tony is reminding me of like Napoleon Dynamite's brother. Yes, that's a great <laughs> shout. That's that is a great shout. What was his name? Was it Kip? Yeah, I haven't seen that film in ages. That's one of the funniest films. That's a great movie. Um, and then the policeman says, "Did you ever manage to replace your medication?" Because she feels like she's like not in the right. He's head worried space. about her. Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's not going to do anything to help. But he's... no, but he's worried about her at the same time. And he shouts. He basically this cop shouts out. He's like, "Some people have real problems." There's like, yeah, a man who's just been beat up by a load of trumps. Don't worry about your laptop. Don't worry you? about your laptop. It's not a real Silver. thing. Oh, they go. So Ruth at this point goes back to the supermarket that she was in earlier. Yeah. And she's got a newfound confidence now. She's confronting people who are knocking product sure. on the floor. She's got a silverback. She she's has. got a laptop back. She goes and buys a box of cereal. Yeah. So, yeah, she's got everything back now, but she's still not She stopping. wants to solve the crime. She does. She wants to bring the The only thing she's not got back is the medication, but she's got the laptop. Yeah. She's got the silverware. She knows who done it. Yeah. So she goes and buys a box of cereal. And it turns out this box of cereal comes with a free sheriff's badge. Yeah. <laughs> like a kid's toy sheriff's badge. She badges in front of somebody at the tills to pay for it. So she's got this newfound lease of life, I sure. guess. Um, and then her and Tony head over to another bottom of the stream trope, a massive mansion. It <laughs> is another palatial property. That's be- fast becoming a thing on this yeah. show. Um, it's the, the address that uh, is associated yeah. to the, 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 the license plate of this van. So they pretend to be cops. She briefly flashes her badge, toy badge. And a kind of tipsy woman yeah, answers. That's a good way to describe her. She's she's one of these posh women who don't work. Drinks got, wine just all day. Just drinks wine all day. Um, she lets them in. Um, yeah, she says, oh, I'll talk to you. Yeah. The woman is clearly bored. Yeah, she's got no, <laughs> no life. Um, offers them a coffee. <laughs> Tony mentions that he used to be a coffee barrister. Yeah. Barista. Barrister, he's gobsmacked that this amazing coffee she's made just Comes came out of a machine, machine that she pressed one button. And he, he mentions all these different things he can draw with the creamers. Yeah, it's quite funny. They say, "Where's Christian? Yep, does he live here?" And yep. she says, "Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's a lawyer." Yeah, <laughs> and Bruce's like, really? "What? Yeah, what? Okay." Um, but so she mentions the van to this lady, and she's like, "Ah, oh, you want Christian Junior? Yeah, he's a dropout. He's a loser. He's a loser dropout. He's my stepson." And a few weeks ago, we cut him off. Yeah. So he's got his van, but he hasn't really got anything else. He's uh, He could be anywhere. He could be anywhere. We don't know. Long time. Um, then a guy with a gun comes in. Yeah. Um, and basically, the, the security guard was quite funny because he went around all the rooms. Because he, he didn't recognize Tony and Ruth, obviously. He figured out pretty much instantly that they weren't cops. And then goes around and clears all the rooms. Yeah. Like, like so you, as, as everyone they're having guard. this conversation, you can just hear the security guard in the back room go, ballroom, clear, <laughs> kitchen, clear. No, that did make me laugh a little bit. So the the man of the house comes home, basically. Um, she's And he says to Meredith, Meredith's the drunk woman, these guys are not cops. And she's like, no, I'm just bored. Yeah, I wanted someone I to talk to. I wanted somebody to talk to. Uh, security guard comes back, says, all's clear. There's nobody else in the house. So Christian, who is this, appears to be some sort of mob gangster. He's a big shot lawyer, lawyer I yeah. think. Yeah, he's got he's got his own security guard. He's yeah. not he's not living within the realms of the law. I don't think they basically tell him everything. They're like, look, my house got burgled. We think pretty much your son did it. We're almost one hundred percent positive your son did it. And he offers to pay. He's like, what do he you says, want? Yeah, I'll give. I'll pay you off. Don't like, worry. Just forget about it. And she's like, no, you can't just do that to people. You you kind of. She says, my I just want people not, not to, to be, be assholes. assholes. Uh, and he doesn't get it. I mean, yeah, Christian. Christian gives a, a sort of variation on the sort of you've chosen to be a victim speech. Yeah, a bit like from uh, Get In a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, it's similar, very similar yeah. theme, wasn't it? Um, eventually, they decide. Look, this isn't a good situation. We're in possibly in a bit of danger here. Let's go. So yeah. they leave. Basically, it's not going anywhere. It's not, not. No, they they know now resolution. who it was. It was yeah. this guy's son. But we know better off knowing where he is. On the way out, Ruth kind of loses her shit a little bit. She's just about to get in the car. Doesn't get in the car. They've got all these like wicker animals in the yeah, garden. Yeah, so she destroys a wicker anteater. <laughs> yeah. Goes and to get for goes for the giraffe. Yeah. But Tony talks her down. For He's some like, reason, he really likes don't, giraffes. Don't, He's hurt like, the don't giraffe. touch that giraffe. <laughs> so, so she steals a wicker tiger. Yeah. And puts it in the back of Tony's car. Yeah. And steals it. Basically takes it home. And it's really funny because it, it makes... Um, Tony really angry. Yeah, because he's a Christian. He's a God-fearing man. He's a, he's, he's fair, and he's, he's like, you 
that's not your lawn tiger. That's all he keeps saying to her. He's like, it's not your lawn tiger. Yeah, he's he's quite sweet. Yeah, he is. And because he's like, you that's you you've crossed that's the line. You've crossed the line. Yeah, you're no better. Got your stuff back. Yeah, Yeah, you're no better. That's not yours. Yeah, you've destroyed one and stolen another. That's it's not the good thing. It's not your lawn tiger. Round the corner. Yep. Are Christian Junior and the other two criminals. Yes. In their wet bandits van. (laughs) It was a bit wet bandits, wasn't it? (laughs) Uh, and they're saying this all go down. And they're like, who are these people? Yeah. But why were they there? Were they going... I thought... I think this is just done out of convenience that they were scouting the property out for their plan. So were they going to steal from his own family? Yeah. So they wanted to get into the safe. Plan. Okay. Yeah, which is why they they say they did the robberies to get the guns, to get into the house, to try to and rob To try and safe. rob his own dad. Yeah. Got you. But now they've got this spanner in the works because, like, who is this woman and this kid? Yeah. What What's going what on? What's going on? Yeah. Kid. <laughs> Forty years old. <laughs> He's probably older than Melanie Linsky. Yeah, definitely yeah. is. Hundred percent, definitely is. When she gets Tony drops her off at home, he's pissed off. He, dri- he literally drives off and leaves her there with her lawn tiger. Um, she throws that into the house. When she walks through into her bedroom, somebody's watching her at the door. Yeah, and it's Christian Junior. Yeah. It's just literally started. She doesn't spot it straight away. No. She goes up into the bedroom. And when she she, comes, she gets a beer out, doesn't she? Yeah. So she's kind of like she's walking chilling, through the house. Yeah, yeah, through the house. And when she comes back to the front door, he's not there anymore. So we think, oh, he's probably in the house now, and he is in the house. This bit was amazing. <laughs> then this scene happens. <laughs> so he... I watched this like four times. Yeah, I rewound it as well. Because I was like, well, I didn't understand what had gone on at first. So basically, he comes up behind her and startles her. Yeah. So she spins around. And as she spins around, she grabs the plaster of Paris footprint mould. Which is in the plastic which bag. Which is in the plastic bag near the door. So she grabs that and literally, as she spins, she hits him with it. She swings round. Yeah. She's got a lot of momentum going. Yeah. And... She strikes him in the throat. Yeah. With this plaster of Paris. And crushes his windpipe. Yeah. It's, it's within a second that all happens. Yeah. It's such a fast scene. And Christian Jr. is like grabbing at his throat. Choking. He's he can't choking, breathe. Choking. He can't him. breathe. He stumbles out into uh, into the street. Yes. It's, it's quite horrible, actually. Yeah, it is. He's, 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 he's going redder and redder in the face. And he this guy's dying at this point. Um, and then he does because he walks in front of a bus as yeah. he's gagging and choking. And and it smashes him and he goes miles. Yeah, he flies. <laughs> the other two see this, the the lady and older man robbers, see this all go down. And they don't make the move until Ruth starts. Well, they don't see what happened inside the house. So no, as far no, as no. they know, she's they, done They see him get hit him. by the bus. This has got a lot of Tucker and Dale versus evil vibes. The death, the, the be, death scenes have. All yeah. of this is happening by mistake to yeah. Ruth. And... She's looking like a badass when she's not. Yeah. So it's, it really reminded me of that sort of vibes. So she takes the phone out. She starts to call the police, the ambulance. There's a guy who's just been hit by a bus. A bus. A bus. Then by her picking her phone up and starting to make that call, uh, that spurs the other two criminals into action. Yeah. Uh, they park the van next yep. to the roof, club her in the head and... Knock her out. Put her in Bundle the van. her in the back of the van. Um, meanwhile, Tony's lying on the sofa in his own house eating cheese. Burger cheese. Burger cheese. <laughs> Christian Jr. is, we, we revealed at this point that he is now dead. Um, he gets pushed into the back of an ambulance. Yeah, Tony turns up just in time to see this cuff before yeah. and this body bag. He heads to Ruth's house and sees there's nobody there. Uh, he finds the broken bottle. He sees the plaster. Yeah, he knows something's gone down. Yeah. Um, turns out the two robbers still need a third person to help them with their robbery. They're yeah, they're like, go you're ahead. really inconvenienced us here, lady. <laughs> yeah, by killing our friend. We're short-handed now. Yeah. So uh, you need to come and do this armed robbery with us. Yeah. <laughs> on on the same house, on Christian Jr.'s dad's house. And he's like, we know you've been inside, so you, we've got an in now. Yeah. Because we know you know those people. So they do. They go up to the door. She uh, knocks on the door. The security guard answers. And they take him hostage pretty much straight away. Yes. They then take Meredith hostage also, gather them both on the couch. <laughs> Meredith's just moaning about, you're the lady that took my tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Senior, the old the man of the house, is in the house, but he doesn't get rounded up straight away. Yeah. So they say, look, call him, bring him down here, and we'll gather him up as well. So Meredith starts calling him. But this guy's been around the block a few times. He knows something's going down. Yeah, he's like, this isn't usual. Yeah, this is unusual. So he goes and grabs his gun. 
he comes out with a there's there's a lot that goes on in the next yes. couple of minutes of this film. There um, is. It's going to be quite difficult to remember it all as I go through it. He comes out holding the gun to them. Yes. But the girl criminal is waiting at the bottom of the stairs. Yes. So she's they're all armed. Yep. So she could attacks him. The gun goes off and somehow eventually she gets shot in the head. No. No. Not quite. Is well, that what happened? So yes, but but so Chris Senior is coming down the stairs. Yes. As he gets to the bottom of the stairs, the girl criminal, I never got her name. I don't even know if it's mentioned. Nor do I. She shoots his hand off. Oh, of course. Yes. Sorry, she does. Um, His hand that's holding the gun. So he's yeah. just got a bloody stump. Yeah. Uh, this makes Ruth vomit it's significantly. Inst- instantly vomit. Straight away. Instantly and significantly. She's yeah. like blowing chunks for about 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, uh, Marshall who it turns out is the old criminal. Okay. He shoots the bodyguard. Security guard. Yeah. In the neck. Yeah. Which causes Ruth to throw up again. Yeah. (laughs) And then, so the two men of the house now are dead, both of them. Within a couple of, probably 20 seconds of this scene starting, that happens. Oh, yeah. Christian is not not quite Quite dead. dead, But he's he's got an arm on. So, Marshall and the guard scrap. The guard gets shot in the throat. Ruth is still vomiting in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Christian's saying there's no money here. Yeah, don't keep money in this house. Yeah. And uh, he's like, what about the fireplace? Yeah, they know that there's a safe, safe in, in the, the fireplace. fireplace. So he opens up the fireplace safe. Ruth kind of stops. Like, this is all quite chaotic. Ruth stops vomiting and she starts saying, I'm a hostage. I'm not part yeah, of this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I don't want to be you, here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's no cash in the safe. It's full of bonds. It's full and, of premium bonds and yeah. things like that. Chris, the, the subject of Christian's son comes up because he says... Is my son He's, in on this, or yeah, what's says, my son you, got to do with this? Yeah, where's my son? And <laughs> Marshall just kind of laughs at him and says, "You ain't got a son." Yeah. Then Tony turns up out of nowhere. Yeah. So the girl criminal sort of levels her shotgun at Meredith. Yeah. Uh, and Ruth steps in front of her. Yeah. She's she's very brave. And then a throwing star enters stage left and embeds itself into Lady Criminal's face. Right. Yeah. Right in the middle of her cheek. Um, she spins around to Tony. Pulls the trigger of the antique shotgun that she's yeah. holding, which which explodes and explodes. It's an antique and it's probably decommissioned. That explodes, blows her arms off. Chris Senior, the man, he now gets shot in the head as well. Yeah, he's a, he he has a wrestle with Marshall and yeah. the gun goes off and it shoots him in the head. Terry, Tony, not Terry, who's Terry? <laughs> Tony then gets stabbed a lot by the girl criminal yeah. who's going at him she's with got a knife. Like a pocket now. knife. Ruth jumps onto Marshall. Yeah, uh, and they have a wrestle. Yeah. But the gun goes off a couple of times. Yeah. And the last time it goes off, a bullet ricochets off the fireplace and straight into the lady criminal's forehead. forehead. Yeah. So, and then Meredith legs it. Yeah. She runs. So everybody in that room now is dead. Uh, Marshall's still alive, but uh, Ruth strikes him in the head yeah. and the knee. Yes. So he's... Takes him out. Slow. He's not dead yet. <laughs> so Ruth and Tony... Yeah, and then it just cuts to Meredith running, running down, the, down street. the street. Which was very good directing, <laughs> I must say. Ruth and Tony then leg it as well. They run out of the house. Tony's been stabbed up, so he's not moving as fast as he possibly could. They get to a boat. Yeah. There's some sort of... The, through the woods. Through the woods. To, the lake. to a lake. To a boat. A she, house this size will have a lake. I'm not complaining. No, about. I've not got any. The, the fact that he's got also got a jungle at the bottom of the garden is <laughs> a little bit off, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, they try to escape on a powerboat, but Ruth can't start it. Yeah. She's not strong enough to pull the starter motor. Um, so she gets into a rowing boat with Tony and yeah. rows across this lake. The bad, just as they get to Tony's the not side, in a good way. No, Tony's been stabbed up. He's, he's, he's got stabbed ten sort times of possibly. In and out of consciousness. Yeah. Um, the bad guy. As soon as they get to the other side of the lake, the bad guy Marshall he gets the motorboat r- running, and he starts following them. Yeah. And then somehow they're in a jungle. <laughs> they get to where I don't know if it's an island on its own or the but they get to the, the other, other side shore. Of the lake. It's fairly dense, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Like it would be in the garden of this like palatial mansion. Yeah, it's like, like it's Elijah's wood. <laughs> nice, to the point where there's a swamp in the middle of it. Yeah, because Ruth falls Ruth, into a. She swamp. lays Tony down, and she's yeah. like, "I'll be back. I'll be back. Just I'll just stay away. Got to try and get away." Yeah. So she and she falls into this like swamp puddle pond thing. It's, it's a snake swamp. Yeah, there's a there's snake in, in it, there. swimming in it. It's like a big anaconda type. So she does like the T-Rex trick and she goes still. Dead still. 
seems to work. That ain't going to be the last time we see this snake. That was my <laughs> thought. So I was like, somebody's going down by the ends of this snake. Um, then she keeps running. She gets she fends the snake off. Keeps running. They have a bit. He gets catches up with her. And they have a bit of a standoff, don't they? She's hiding behind a tree. Yeah, stump. Marshall's like, why are you? Uh, she says to Marshall, why, 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 why are you being horrible? Yeah, can't we just? What's the point? Yeah, what's the point in this? Why, what are we doing this for? And then, for some reason, she tells him his tattoos are stupid. Yeah, and then, uh, and then for some even weirder reason, Marshall says to her, "Have you ever eaten cat meat?" Yeah, what was that all about? I don't know. I don't know whether that... I don't know if I'm missing an old wives' tale or something. Possibly. And and Ruth says, "No, I've never eaten cat food." And he says, "No, not cat food. Cat meat, the meat of a cat, because it makes you invisible." Yeah. What? <laughs> I was, I was really confused by that whole in the meantime, standoff Ru- thing. Ru- yeah, Ruth's picked up like a couple of rocks. Yeah. And she nails him with them. She, yeah. She can't throw a poo at Elijah Wood, <laughs> but she can throw a rock at Marshall. So she nails him in the head with the first one and then nails him in the side of the head with the second one. And he falls into the swamp. Swamp. And then he gets attacked by the snake. Yeah, he comes up life. and there's a fucking snake hanging off his face. Yeah. Literally, he's walking along with a snake on his face. Yeah, and he's all swollen up. Yeah. Good makeup it was. <laughs> it was. Um, he collapses to the ground. Uh, she runs off. She's kind of lost, but then she sees her grandma. Yeah. Who shows just, her the way. She, at foot, and she sees an old lady. Yeah. Um, she goes back to find Tony. Yeah. Meet her with Tony. Tony doesn't seem to be in a bad way. Tony's uh, in a good it. way. I don't think Tony's made it either. She Marshall takes... isn't dead. He's no. just on the floor now. But he's crawling. He's in a bad, bad, bad way. He's He's been clubbed around the head. He's yeah. got a... He's, well, he's now removed the snake, but his face does not look good. <laughs> he's crawling through the sludge. Yes. Uh, Ruth has managed to get Tony into the boat. Yep. And they're back off. Back over the other side. To wh- the way they came. Um, and then in the next scene, Meredith is in the police station. Yeah. And she's been shown pictures of all these people. And she all doesn't, the criminals. She IDs them all. Except for Ruth. Yeah. She doesn't point the finger at Ruth. She shakes her head. Yeah. She shakes her head. Ruth goes and meets up with the detective again. Yeah. He basically says, me and my wife have got back together. <laughs> okay. And then that's kind of the end. She's at church. Yeah. Without Tony next to her. She's yeah. at Tony's church and he's not there. Yeah. So he, yeah, I mean, it's not in a good way. He wasn't in a good way last no. time we saw him. And then she goes for a drink around her mate's I house. I think some time has passed. Yeah, I think some time definitely had. Some time definitely had passed. Um, she goes for a drink around her mate. She's having a chat with her mate and sitting in the garden. Having and, a and her friend Angie says, you've been through a lot. Take your time. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's a lot to process. Yeah. Just we're glad you're still here. And then it, she turns around and the, the two men are doing a barbecue. Yeah. Tony's there with uh, Angela's husband. And they're having like a spirited debate about whether or not you should uh, push the burger down to get the juices out. Yeah, to out. get the juices out. I don't know if they were eating snake or cat, but <laughs> they were eating something. Um, Tony's there. He's fine. And he and smiles then, at Ruth. And then the film ends. Yeah. What did you think? I, I had a great time. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you. No, this is maybe. my bag. This, this is thing. 100%. I was saying this at work today. I was like, Nick would have loved this. Yes. I I think it's a little bit forgettable. Uh, I, I thought it, was, um, it made me laugh a lot. I had a lot of... I enjoyed it. I just, and it was... It was grimy. It was quite funny. I liked the sort of noirishness of it, and I thought the um, when when the action happened, it really took you by surprise. Yeah, it did. That being the shootout in the house at the end, and also the sort of plaster to the neck, and then <laughs> that was the bad. sidekick to the old guy. I we we know I don't enjoy a comedy film, but this is the sort of comedy that I do enjoy. Yeah, some of it just didn't really hit with me. I I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's a really good film. I just think it's more of a you film than a me film. Yeah, totally. 100%. And I, and I think it's I think it's a little bit forgettable. I don't feel like I've thought about it much since it finished. Yeah. So, but it's a really fun film. I really like the chemistry between Melanie Linsky and Elijah Wood. Definitely. I, I, if anything, I could have done with a bit more of it. Yeah. Um, but it's her film, to be it's fair. It's 100% her film. She's, yeah. He's the supporting character. And definitely. would would a bit more Tony have, I don't know, would that diluted have that a diluted bit, him a bit, maybe? Maybe. Uh, I, I think they got that pretty much right, to be yeah. honest. I don't have an issue with how much he's in the film, how much compared to how much she's in the film. I think I might have wanted a little bit more of them together. Yeah, their Possibly. chemistry was great, to be fair. Um, I 
I, I, I feel like, yeah, I've not got much more to say. I, no, I, I just, it's... I thought it was really, I thought it was fun. Um, it is, it's my bag. It's completely your bag. It's 100% yeah. that you feel. Definitely. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. What's the best thing about it? I, I, I think it's the unexpected. It's not a laugh a minute, don't get me wrong. No, but, definitely But it's not. the unexpected violence and comedy. It's almost slapstick violence yeah, in it, isn't it, it is, really? Yeah. It's, although there's hands being shot off and people being <laughs> shot in the head in that sort of climactic confrontation, it's done in quite a sort of pratfally manner, yeah, isn't the, it? Yeah, the way it's done is a humorous way. It's a lot. It is a lot like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, it's a it's a cross between that and Nobody. Is between the two, it kind of marries up. I think Elijah Wood is great in it. I really do, but I think she's also great. Their chemistry is probably the best thing. About but Melanie Linsky is, is the glue. Elijah Wood just gets to have some fun. Yeah, he's he? he's having a good time making. You know, it, like I say, it's it is Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, yeah. the. <laughs> It's 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 really well written. It's really well directed. I think Mason. This is possibly the best Mason Blair written project that we've seen. I think so. I think. Um, oh, the dark was good. But I really like the setting as well. Different. I like the sort of grimy, sweaty, deep south, swampy vibe to yeah. it as well. Small Crimes was very similar, wasn't it? it was not as much fun. Yeah, a similar kind of vibe. But Hold the Dark is completely different to anything yes. we've seen <laughs> of Mason Blair's stuff. It couldn't be more different to any of this. This was much more fun than that. Yeah, as in, hold the dark's not trying to be fun. No, no, no. That's what I mean. It's, uh, but the then that's, that's, that should be a real compliment to Mason. Bird yeah, definitely. To, you know, write a couple of things that are so far apart. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. What would you change about it? I don't. I was gonna say were the stakes high enough. Yeah. But I think it kind of gets away with it because Ruth's at the end of her tether. Yeah. Um. And the criminals are, although they're dangerous, they're pretty inept, aren't they? Yeah, completely. And that that kind of what works in its favour. What? So I'm not sure. What would I change? I didn't. I don't think there's enough motivation from the criminal guys. I'd I'd like to have known a bit more about why they were doing what they were doing. Christian's just a total patsy, isn't he? Yeah, completely. And he's been taken for a ride by, by Marshall. But we probably don't. We don't see enough. Yeah. How did they get together? Why, why are they? Yeah. Why is this? They're not threatening enough. Why is this whole thing happening? But I don't, yeah, I, I'm just not sure if I want them to be more threatening because no, that's kind of the just, whole tone. To I'd it. like to know a reason why the whole film happened in the first place. You know what I mean? Though? <laughs> no, like, I do know what you mean. Yeah, from their their motivation. From, yeah, yeah, exactly. A couple of scenes would have helped that. I yeah, think I think you're that. right. Do you want to talk stream table? Yeah, sure. Where shall I read up from? Uh, this is the 23rd film going into this I mean it's in my top 10 okay let's read from 15 then okay so currently at 15th in the stream table is Time Freak followed by The Holiday Calendar followed by Destruction Las Vegas in 13th A Classic Horror Story in 12th Uh, The Perfection is in 11th Containment is in 10th Arlo the Alligator Boy is in 9th Before I Wake is in 8th Ares in 7th Good Time in 6th Orbiter 9 in 5th Hello, my name is Doris in four. What happened to Monday in three? Under the Shadow in two. And currently at the top of the stream is Apostle. I, if it is in my top ten, it's a very much just in my top ten. It's better than Containment. I, it's somewhere around there for me. I, I quite like the pairing of it being near Arlo <laughs> the Alligator Boy because they're both set in like a swamp. <laughs> True. I think it's be- it is better than The Perfection. It's... For me, it's either side of containment. I don't think it touches Arlo the Alligator Boy or before, it definitely doesn't touch before I wake. Not for me, anyway. I'd be happy with it either side of containment. Come at me. Okay. Uh, if I was... <laughs> <laughs> I can see you're going to come at me. <laughs> I'd have it a bit higher. Okay. Uh, personally, I I would definitely have it above Arlo the Alligator Boy. Uh, I think I would have it seventh just below good time <laughs> <laughs> it's not a better film than before i wake but before i wake's too low in the table as well <laughs> no, it's, so it's not <laughs> it is that shouldn't be below aries because Ares, i would argue that this film's better than aries but i don't think it's better than before i wake so i think you fucked up both. our stream table no, it's better than both. <laughs> i in good consciousness can't put it above before i wake i'm sorry and i'm not giving up this time <laughs> 
I you you massively overrated that film. What before I went? Yeah, it's in the it's in where it where it should be in the screen. It might be one place too low, but that's it. Yeah, I'm not saying it should be any higher than that, but it's definitely better than Aries. No, it is. (laughs) You've just said it might be one place higher, and then said I said it might be, (laughs) but that is you know it's not it's not as good as you think it was. It is. (laughs) It's better than better than you think it was. No, it's just. I, I will give up Arlo the Alligator Boy but I'm not giving up before I run. that's fine I'm not happy with that it's top 10 <laughs> yeah it is it is a top 10 film yeah. definitely it knocks containment out of the top 10 which is a little bit disappointing it's kind of been like containment's kind of been like the scrappy it's been how's there it, and how there about hung on the to the top 10 it's a good film was that I, I don't remember season? us saying it was a good no, film no probably, we probably didn't <laughs> Um, was that our opening film of the season? Yeah, it was. It yeah. was, wasn't it? I think we put this ninth. Okay. Because it has, it, it's got a lot of issues, uh, but I had, I had a really good time watching it. I, I could see me watching it again. For me... The stream tables get really difficult at this time of the season, don't they? Cause for me, I've I've never, ever watched him before I wake again. I'd watch that before I'd watch I watch this. this. Again. I'd watch this again. I know you would, easily. but the, that's a me film. That's is a, yeah. they, they, them two have screamed me and you more than any two films oh, yeah, on totally. the table. Yeah. 100%. Okay, that's fine. Hey, at least I'm being reasonable. I wasn't going for some ridiculous, oh, this should be in the top two or whatever you were going for with Before I Wait. <laughs> I'm being, again, I, I am f- being measured. No. None of this. No. <laughs> Stop gaslighting me. <laughs> this. That is not true. None of this. I went, uh, this is the best thing ever. Shut up. I went for fifth for Before I Wait. Yeah. You went for ninth. You It ended up in eighth and I still owed you one. Yeah. So... Fuck off. <laughs> because I moved I'm really off. angry about it. When I was editing the show, I was like, he's proper fucking gaslighted me there. <laughs> he's talked me around into owing him one and only giving up one space at the same time. I gave I'm him not space so I really didn't want to give up. I think that was fair. No. You can balls. <laughs> balls to you, man. This is the end of bottom of the screen. Thanks for listening for all these years. Okay, so we were agreed on ninth. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Deal. It is, it's. I'm a reasonable man. <laughs> you're not but that's fine we're kind of in the same we, we weren't far off on that I don't think no it's it's not it's not enough to break top five no it's not nowhere near but it's a good fun film it's definitely a top ten film yeah yeah cool fine do you want to pick next week's let's do it We've got two more to do this season what would you like to see from them I, th- I think I've said this the last few weeks I don't think we've done like a full full out action movie for ages no we haven't to be fair do you want one of them? Yeah, go Let's on. See what see what Robin thinks. Okay. It has picked a film called He Never Died. Any ideas? I don't know what it's about. I, I am familiar with the title just because I know, having looked at our list on Netflix, it's been on there for a very long it's time. An, it's another OG, I think. And I can it? I can just picture the thumbnail. Yeah. Um but no, I that's that's all. We seem to be knocking off all the um early ones on this uh, this season towards the end of this season do you want to know a synopsis yes please uh it's from 2015 the synopsis reads jack's in a rut depression and severe antisocial behavior has whittled down his existence to sleeping and watching television sorry me he spends his days in a diner playing church bingo and sleeping when some hired fugs show up jack's life is stirred up and the question of his existence comes to light okay sounds fun yeah it's got like angel wings in the poster so i don't know what's going on uh, it's Henry Rollins, as you say, and Boo Boo Stewart, which is a great name. That is a good name. <laughs> you know when IMDb says, if you watch this, you might also like? Yeah. Shimmer Lake and Tau have come up. Okay. They're two very different films. <laughs> and In the Shadow of the Moon. And Mute. And Little Evil. So it's, it recommends them against quite a lot of the films that we've already seen. So yeah, we're going to go and watch that, shall we? Let's do it. So go out and watch He Never Died. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Letterboxd, and Twitter. I can't remember the name of Twitter then. At B-O-T-S underscore podcast on all of those. Uh, if you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. Uh, you can check out our website, bottom of the stream.com. On the website, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded, all the stream tables, loads of other cool stuff, and you can even get some merch if you want a bottom of the stream. Beanbag chair. Beanbag chair. That'd be awesome. I'd need a beanbag chair. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, do all of that. And then when you've done all of that, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there for a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to episodes. You will get bonus episodes. Nick writes a newsletter every month. 
And if you come in at the top level, you can have a wild card like Jordan Shenton has just played. Get a go at picking the film. Yeah, reserve your place for season seven. Um, After you've done all that, head over to Discord uh, because Discord's great and we do loads of cool stuff in there. We've got a really nice community built up in there. We talk about all sorts of stuff. We've started playing uh, frames.wtf every day now. People are playing that. We're all doing quite well at it. Um, It's just a matter of time. Yeah, it is just a matter of time. We've got a watch line planned. We're going to do... Diana the Musical. So oh, I'm so excited. Come and join us for that. And that's about it, I think. There's one more thing we probably should say is that Samuel Holland has just won the wildcard race again. Oh, he has. <laughs> is that two in a row now? Uh, he definitely won yes. last season. Yeah. So uh, congratulations, Sam, again. So because he's won the wildcard race, that means he gets to pick a film that we watch. Yeah. Any film from ever, from anywhere, from any place in the world, and we will do a full episode on it. Yeah. We will do it. We haven't done any as of yet. We are very busy people. And we already do two episodes a week. So it's tough to do, but we will definitely do yeah, it. Yeah, they're coming. We've got, yeah, they're a, we have got a bit of a plan. We've got a bit so. of a break coming up. So it's definitely coming. So yeah, congratulations to Sam again. And uh, yeah, go out and watch He Never Died. And we'll come back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday to talk about that one. If you've got a few minutes Oh, there. I didn't do, no, didn't do next bit. Sorry. <laughs> I got all distracted. Sorry. It's still angry about yeah. before I wake <laughs> I was like, fuck next bit. I'm just going to cut it off there anyway. Just release your side of the conversation. See how that goes. <laughs> uh, if you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a review anywhere that you can review podcasts. That could be Podchaser, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of those places because we're on all of them. We are. Uh, maybe you could leave us a review in the form of a martial arts weapons demonstration. Sorry, I'm still, I'm just, I can't believe I just left the whole bit out of the podcast out. Sorry, I'm still laughing at myself. Yes, do that. What did you say? Martial arts demonstration. Yeah, do sure. that. Yeah, cool. Let's do some interpretive martial artistry. Sounds good. Whatever you do, leave us a review. Yeah, it really does help. It does help. And then go out and watch He Never Died. And we'll be back on Monday for the wave and next Thursday to talk about that film. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>